people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Hey, welcome to uh, the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is the first segment, and I wanted to thank you for uh, joining me and um, supporting this uh, tremendous initiative and platform by Malcolm and the America Out Loud uh, experts behind the scenes. Uh, there's so much going on right now, um, and we are battling intolerance, the work culture, by the uh, legacy media, the Washington DC swamp media, by governments, by academia, medical publishing, by um, medical doctors, by the CDC, NIH, FDA, HHS, etc. We are facing a very terrible situation right now. And I don't know really sometimes where to start between headlines in different news media. But I wanted to share a situation that we are dealing with right now. And I think it will help um it will help keep us on track. As to the disaster we are facing today, with the work culture, the cancel culture, etc. Um, let me share this. First of all, please don't forget uh, to support Malcolm and America Out Loud. You can also support my blog I write daily. It's called Alexander COVID News. I have it set up for free and that you can uh, partake for free. There are no restrictions on commenting, etc. Uh, I also wanted to remind you that um, I have this book. Presidential Takedown, you can get it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, shows how Fauci and Burks and the deep state moved to top with President Trump. I remain a Trump supporter, avid supporter. I am on the Trump chain, train. Um, I've not gotten off, and I'll continue to defend him and make the argument that he's been vilified and attacked and slandered and smeared by a deep state corrupted machine, by rhinos in the House and the Senate, by people in government. Because Trump really represents the last chance we have of saving the Republic, of saving the nation, from those who just purely wish to do it ill and do it bad. And I mean particularly Democrats. I could not mean all in the House or Senate, or even those in the past. But there are some present that are devastating to America, and they're doing things and taking actions, including at the leadership of the federal government. Uh, I also wanted to raise the issue of, um, we support a company called the Wellness Company, 
and you can find um, a lot of information on it at twc.health. That's twc.health. And they offer a range of nutraceuticals to support healthy heart, diabetes, sugar control, mitochondrial repair. Um, we also have a very um, uh, important supplement. It's called the Spike Recovery. And it's uh, the key ingredient is natokinase, which is a natural blood thinning fiber, fiber, fibrinolytic drug. And what we found in lab is that it dissolves the spike protein. And many people come up to me in conferences and meetings and say, Dr. Alexander, all I want to know is, you know, I was exposed to the virus. I got infected. I also took the vaccine, and I know there's this spike inside of me. I want to get it out. Well, they use actually more profanity. They want to get it out of them. And um, it's not that simple. It's not even as simple as straightforward as blood transfusions, etc. You know, we have this situation where the spike protein is becoming untethered from the transmembrane receptors after the spike protein is translated and produced within the cytoplasm. It's supposed to sit in these transmembrane um, uh, molecules on the surface of the cell. However, they, they, becomes, they become untethered and, and, and enters the systemic circulation and creates havoc for the cardiovascular system, the interior lining of the, of the, of the cardiac vessels, such as the endothelial layer. And this is a huge problem. And what we're finding is whether spike protein from the virus or spike protein from the vaccine with this with the with the vaccine spike protein actually much more deadly and deleterious than natural infection. So we need to be careful of all this. And um the spike recovery product uh by the wellness company, that's twc.health. It has natokinase in it as a principal ingredient. And the natokinase we've seen in the lab dissolves the spike protein. And people are asking for support now. So whilst different interest groups, different research groups mount the respective studies, which may take two to three years, people need help now. Um, so the spike, is, the spike recovery product from the wellness company is one such um, supplement. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, myself, Dr. Marcus, Dr. Reich, etc., we published a paper, Dr. Hawkinson. Um, the title of the paper was uh, a systematic review of autopsy findings in deaths after COVID-19 vaccination. So we looked principally at the mRNA Pfizer and Moderna shots. That's the mRNA, mRNA technology. Uh, what we wanted to understand is in persons who took the shot and they died, when we looked at the autopsy of about over 300 people, I believe it's 325, we can trace and connect the risk of death and actual death in about 75%, three quarter of those persons can be, and we could say firmly, firmly that it's due to the vaccine. So this is a very, very serious problem. However, what you should know is this. Um, Nicholas Holscher, myself as senior second author, Dr. Richard Ameling, Dr. H Hella Gessling, Dr. Roger Hotkinson, 
um, Dr. William Marcus, Dr. Harvey Reich, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, etc. We wrote this paper and published it. So we submitted it to a Lancet to go through the the um the pre-screening and uh, to begin assessing it as we awaited for an assigned uh, reviewers, etc., and for the Lancet to appraise it. What happened was just about 20 to 24 hours after we submitted, the Lancet pulled it and retracted it and, and took it down. So we wrote this paper and actually tied deaths following the vaccine to the vaccine in about 75% of cases. So of course, nobody wants to find this out, especially pharma. So we are asking, I wrote a substack in my blog, Alexander COVID News. Did Pfizer, did Moderna put muscle on Lancet? This is not the first time. Well, during COVID, it was the first time it started to happen like this, where we would publish papers and then the journals like Lancet, etc., would just take it down. And uh, we are asking here, did Pfizer or Moderna put muscle on Lancet, the journal editors? Did they did they um threaten them to take this down? Else they would put you know the journals get a lot of funding from uh journals like Lancet, etc., get a lot of funding from pharma. So I could imagine that Pfizer and Moderna would want it down. We had a paper. We did some of you know McCullough was the lead with Kostoff. You know, like we did this research on um myocarditis, maybe about a, a little over a year ago. And uh, we showed that the vaccine, the mRNA technology vaccine, Pfizer, Moderna, etc., was causing extensive myocarditis and pericarditis in, in young men, in young boys, teens, older boys, etc. And uh, what we did was we submitted the paper uh, for peer review. And after a while, we eventually got suitable peer reviewers who reviewed it. The paper was, was was basically accepted conditionally on some very minor tweaks. We did it, etc. It went on to the editor for formatting and final approval, and they approved it and published it. This paper went, that we wrote, went on to Medline PubMed, the national um, research, I mean, across the world, all of the uh, publication platforms. Um back then and uh after about five years and we were using this study to for presentations and to make our education of doctors and stuff we would go to them and present the data and the science all of a sudden after five days the journal pulled that study it was the first time we've never heard of a situation and that's why COVID has revealed the underbelly and the filth of those who who are decided that riches and stuff and fame Will be and, and wine and cheeses and stuff would be more important than the actual um, safety of whatever they're doing. So they pulled that paper, similarly to what Lancet is doing now. So it's a sad state of affairs, and I wrote in my blog, you know, our Lancet study on autopsies after COVID vaccine found that 74% of deaths were caused by the COVID vaccine. That's the mRNA technology gene injection, Pfizer or Moderna. 
So why would Pfizer pull it? Why did Pfizer censor our study? Is the Lancet Journal and medical journal publication essentially dead on arrival now? You know, because in that review of 24 autopsies, with 74 due to the vaccine, Lancet pulled that paper in less than 24 hours. So did the vaccine makers like Pfizer and Moderna threaten Lancet, etc.? So that's a very important issue. And um, right now, you know, we're asking a bunch of questions. Um, I just wanted to, you know, there's a lot of uh, interesting things being published. There's this article, Musk vows to sue Zuckerberg at Twitter. That'll be very interesting um, as to why at this point. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, um, issues that are plaguing us on a day-to-day -day basis. I select some some studies, some reports, um, some write-ups, and I try to share with you. You know, I, I put out a blog recently that I felt that in a good governance society such as ours, we should not accept or expect to find, um, you know, to have bad people doing the things that they are. And what I'm saying is, if you rape women, if you rape little kids, if you're a pedophile or whatever, it's my firm belief that you'll be put to death immediately. I'm not talking about any opportunity to rehab, etc. I believe for those crimes, you should be put to death, period. I've written some papers recently on some very um, high-profile deaths, like um, Disney star Coco Lee dead at 48 by suicide. These are very real phenomena because what we're seeing, what we are seeing is that um, people who've taken the shot and have gotten severely ill, they've gotten ill from the vaccine, their mRNA platform, and they're struggling to get back to their former self. Some of them are high-level, high-functioning athletes. There's a recent one in Italy. Um, he was a high-performing athlete. I believe even some kind of triathlon, triathlete, etc. And he took the shots, and it affected his ability to train and to compete. And over time, he was telling the world that, that he got myocarditis, and the shots were a problem. So <clears throat> eventually he took his life. And he says because of the vaccine. And he just couldn't recover to the level that he was comfortable with. He probably didn't want people to see him in the state that he had gotten to. And um, it's a very, very serious issue. And um, uh, I also wanted to talk about the Disney star Coco Lee dead. She's she's dead at 48 by suicide. And what I wanted to remind you is that uh, recently we've been seeing a rash of suicides globally, especially in the West. And it has to do with those high vaccine nations. Nations who took a lot of vaccine, a lot of coverage. We find that those are the ones that are struggling way more than those who took those nations that took no vaccine, etc. And um, the reality about it is that um, when people like Coco Lee, young person, seemingly healthy, just dies suddenly, 
You cannot take the vaccine off the table. No matter what the media puts out, you need to hear from this person directly or their family direct. And we are talking about solid broker family, not just anyone who's out for a buck that would sell someone like them out. So the key issue here is that um, we have a bunch of high-level, high-profile athletes across the world, like Shane Warne, top-level cricketer in Australia. We had Jamie Foxx, that, um, that comedian. We have all of these people who have bumped up into the COVID vaccine and seems to have developed blood clots. Some level of clots post-vaccine post is very debilitating and, and actually fatal. And we're seeing a lot of them. And, um, you know, we're asking the questions, why? And I've been publishing a bunch of um, uh, reviews, uh, some papers that I pulled out, and I said I found it interesting enough to share to you, you know, to share with you. I also published a paper in my uh, blog talking about the CDC on fudging, the fudging death certificates to make it look like the vaccine was actually less deadly than it was. Look, I want to close off this sec this segment by reminding you about America a lot. You could find my podcast the following day um, by Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, etc. And um, I want to thank you for your support, your continued support of me. Please go to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, and the email is sr7283 at gmail.com. Please provide me some kind of financial support if possible. Thank you. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative thing. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said... Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the second segment to the to the America Out Loud Liberty Hour, uh, America Out Loud Show. Dr. Paul Alexander, Liberty Hour. Um, I want to give special thanks to Malcolm as usual, and um, you know we out here fighting this uh the the tyranny, cancel culture, the wokeness. I think in the first segment I reminded you of what has recently happened to us where. Dr. McCullough, myself, Dr. Rich, etc. We published a paper looking at um, we went into the existing literature and we looked at um 
autopsies and we looked at the deaths and all of these people had a common thread, which is they took the COVID vaccine, mRNA platform, Pfizer, Moderna. And we found that we could basically common thread link them. In our analysis, about 74, 75% to the mRNA shots. And um, we weren't looking at the exact autopsy data. We were looking at the autopsies that were published already, but we were trying to make sense of the science and to try look at the body of evidence, so to speak. What does the body of evidence tell us? The body of evidence told us that about 74 to 75% can be traced to the vaccine. Now, <clears throat> we've submitted it to multiple journals, medical journals, and they've all been rejecting them outright, out rejecting the paper. They would not even send it for peer review. We submitted it to Lancet, and Lancet was that um, journal with the Sergefair, Sergefair um, study with hydroxy, etc. in the past. You remember that scandal? Well, um, we put it on the preprint server. We, we submitted, we published it there on the preprint. And we asked for peer review. Lancet in 24 hours took it down. We were getting massive, massive response. Basically, that's the issue. That's the work cancel culture that we live in. I'm the uh, second senior author on that paper. And the reality is that um, any, uh, any philosophy that is distant or averse to the message or the narrative that they put out, they will reject and stand against, and they've done it here. So that's an example. And remember also when I was in the Trump administration, I was hammering Fauci, Burks, um, the NIH, CDC, NIEID, HHS, et cetera, about the lockdowns. And I was also against the vaccines. So I was getting a lot, a lot of problems, especially with Fauci's shop. And uh, they moved actually, I was probably the first person within government to be canceled because they moved to um to fire me. And well, I resigned. But they did a lot of mischief and a lot of bad things. And um, these are not good people. When Trump had said Washington is a swamp, it's, that's the wrong word. They are worse than a swamp. They're the most filthiest, vile, evil, sick, demonic people. That whole, whole place. And Republicans and Democrats, not just Democrats. These are people who suck and live off of the taxpayer money. They know how to do nothing else. They are skillless. They are untalented. They are incapable. They are inept. They are incompetent. But they have to play with each other to keep their positions going and to keep their hands in the pot. America is the greatest nation on earth, no doubt. And July the 4th should have reminded you that. However, to fix America is not going to just take the polls. We need serious, serious reform across the entire government, across the good governance that it is. We have to reform a lot of these agencies. These alphabet agencies, particularly the health ones, have gotten so corrupted, so politicized. They're so owned by special interests. So we have a lot, a lot of work to do.
And I think I'll remind you on balance, Trump is the best option for America. I don't think any of the under, under candidates could do what needs to be done. I wanted to touch on some issues today. You know, you look at George, you look at Breitbart, you look at all of these, and they were talking about these, um, um, the bots and the uh, artificial intelligence. I think they're giving them too much play. Um, AI could never supersede human interaction and human beings. And um, I believe they're trying to drive their own narrative. Um, I saw a very interesting story this morning. I read that Beijing, China, controls most of the minerals, the key minerals that actually run the entire world. And um, Beijing recently fired a warning shot to the U.S. where they restricted two minerals. Uh, this week. And those minerals are key to semiconductors, solar panels, missile systems. So I believe they were sending a, uh, a message. I believe they put some restrictions on one mineral called lithium and one called cobalt. Lithium and cobalt. And um, we need to take this very seriously. We need to understand no other nation like China and India and these countries, they're not playing for second place. And America needs to get its act in order. China is probably, yes, our greatest threat. I believe so. When they talk about payrolls rise in the, uh, the human resources reports and stuff, the economic reports, I don't believe any. I didn't even believe them in the Trump administration. I believe even in the Trump administration, they manipulated the data and the statistics to make them better when they are bad. They're doing it in the Obama. They did it in the Obama administration. They're doing it in the Biden. We as people cannot believe anything that government says coming from any of these government agencies, not one. Um, I see they're talking about using drones to patrol beaches because of the recent shark sightings. Look, let me be as blunt as I can. Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, these places, especially Florida, have a serious problem now with um, the Burmese python. These snakes are massive. And you see the largest one was just caught in Florida, I believe, out of the Everglades. And... Um, Two twenty-three feet similar snakes in um, pythons in Indonesia. One swallowed a woman, I believe she's 60-something years old, and one swallowed a man, she's 50-something years old. Both complete, swallowed them intact. Of course, the snake probably constricted them, but what, 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 where am I going with this? I'm trying to say that don't be fooled anymore in Florida. You have a serious problem in Florida with these snakes, and they will kill your children. They will swallow your kids. They have shown in Indonesia, and this has been going on a while, but we didn't want to believe that these snakes could attack human beings and swallow them whole. Yes, they can. Go on the internet and Google the woman and the man. I, I, I've actually put it on my Substack, my blog. It's Alexander COVID News. Please go to it. Alexander space COVID space news. Key that in and you will get it. It's free. I have the blog free. Please sign up for it free. 
because it helps me um, to keep in touch and I can send you out all of my postings daily. There's a yearly fee of 29 bucks that if you wanted to pay, but if not, it, you, you can sign up as a free subscriber. Don't forget, if you wanted to help me financially, you can give a small donation, $1, 5 bucks, 10 bucks, anything you want to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E at sr7283 at gmail.com. That's sr7283 at gmail.com. But I wrote this story about these Burmese pythons and that. What it did in Indonesia was so shocking in the last week. Swallow two people whole. I'm trying to tell you, be very careful, especially with your kids in Florida. In all of those developments, housing developments and condo developments with these water basins, these, these water catchment areas. Now you've seen in Florida two, two separate attacks, and there have been more, but two recent ones. One was an 88-year-old woman, and one was a 66-year-old woman, I believe. And the alligators were in those, you know, you look at those, those water catchments outside of your house, in the back of your house, the little lakes that you have. They live in there. And that's the key. And they lunged out and they took them in the water and they went into the death spiral. But that's how the alligators kill. You go into a death spiral. And um, yeah, it's a serious, serious problem. I believe, this is my view, all these catchments have to be drained. The scientists must pass a law calling on all of them to be drained. It might be aesthetically pleasing, but it Unless you show me how it helps in the water system, etc., I I don't see the need for it because now the snakes and the alligators are there. Now they have a big problem with, with sharks. You know, I went to Pensacola for uh, to give a presentation with Dr. Jim Thorpe, etc. Really good, Dr. Ben Marble, and um, on COVID, and when the uh, the taxi was taking me to uh, to the um, venue, you know, I was passing um, um, Navarre Beach, all these other beautiful places. And I was telling myself, you know, this might be a good place to live. Um, but now you're seeing shark sightings in the water there. What's the bottom line? I I'm not sure if it's people chumming water, if we are encroaching on their habitat, but these sharks have shown an ability now that they could survive, not just in warm water, but in colder water. And um, not only that, that that um, they don't they they could also survive not necessarily in salt sea water but also in lake lake type water. So this is a big big change, and we need to be very very careful. Um, you know, recently there was a report one in Egypt, and I believe one in um South Africa, where. One tiger shark, one great white, just eight people, and you could see them on your footage. The shark is attack them and eat them. Um, it's a shocking thing to see. It's not like a Jaws movie that's theoretical. It is real. Florida, you have a problem. I'm warning you. With these snakes coming out of, of, uh, of the Everglades and everywhere now, these big, massive pythons and the alligators, you need to get that in order. Urgently. You know, I know people who are going to buy a home in Florida and they will not now because of that. Um, I wanted to talk about, well, you know, the report that 
certain uh, states are going to use drones to patrol the beaches because of the shark sighting. I saw this report that uh, less than 3% of adults in Canada um, are healthy. In other words, most people in Canada, in a recent survey in Ontario, showed that they only about 3% could be considered healthy. Most had serious conditions as a problem. And, you know, it raises a lot of issues. It raises a lot of issues of things that we need to consider. Uh, I posted some studies on my um, on my Substack, my blog, that I wanted to touch on. And one was a, a very interesting uh, piece from the UK government, the Behavior Modification Unit. It's also called the Nudge Unit, N-U-D-G-E, Nudge. And um, what they're basically saying is that um, is that uh, the the head of the nudge unit says that that citizens' obedience to future lockdowns, they're gonna have to continue using a kind of a fear-based messaging for what they call people who are wrongly calibrated. I'm gonna say it again, wrongly, W-R-O-N-G-L-Y, calibrated, C-A-L-I-B-R-A-T-E-D. So that's what they're saying. Not that they are crooks and thieves and Beelzebubs and malfeasant people, inept, corrupted, dangerous, reckless people who brought a lunatic lockdown that had no basis. Not that they are criminal for bringing this COVID vaccine that we never needed and had no basis. No, they are saying they're not wrong. It's just that we are, what they say, wrongly calibrated. And, and this Professor David Halpoon in the UK is nudge unit. They call it nudge. Like if you poke in someone and pushing them, he said that the British citizens would freely comply with future pandemic lockdown. Can you believe that? In a recent uh, interview, Halpoon said that they would, British people now have been trained and they would succumb to the lockdown demand. He said that what has happened in COVID was like a practice drill and could easily be repeated if another health crisis came along. So what's the point of that? The point of that is these people are insane. They have not stopped. Um, I, I, I published a study recently. It's by Clow et al. That's C-L-O-U-G-H et al. with other scientists. And what he was showing, he showed, was that there's mitochondrial dysfunction and damage with new, neuropathology from the spike protein. Whether the spike protein is from the vaccine or from the virus. And uh, can it happen? Yes, it does. And we need to be very, very concerned about that and conscious. Um, you know, I'm coming to the close of this session. But... I wanted to bring up this important issue with this uh, the cocaine that's been found in the White House. And it's very funny, well, not funny, it's a very serious issue how much the White House and the law enforcement is trying to pretend the serious away the seriousness. Trump, Trump today tweeted, not tweeted out, he put out, go check the security tapes. It will show who the crackhead was in the White House. Now you and I know it is Hunter or anybody connected to Hunter. And the reason why they're not checking the security tapes right now is because nobody wants to know. 
because it's going to be um, very embarrassing. It might even be criminal offense, you know? So I wanted to uh, close off this session. I wanted to remind you that um, uh, my, um, my talk shows go on podcast the following day. You can get it on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, etc. Um, you can also go to my blog, Alexander COVID News, and you can get a lot of COVID information for free every day because I publish a lot. And I also do some support with Dr. Reesh, Dr. McCullough, to the wellness company. That's TWC.health. And this company produces a range of nutraceuticals and is trying to revolutionize healthcare with the sort of online medicine, telemedicine, where you'll have access to doctors 24-7. Once you sign up for their plan, you have access to, you, you can get a doctor as often as you want, daily, per month, as often as you want. Um, get to speak to them. You could also get free, all of nutraceuticals. So there's so many benefits. Um, I wanted to say that uh, at this point, we're in a major battle. And I wanted to thank you, the listeners, for your critical thinking, supporting me and supporting Malcolm and America Outlaw. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Hey, welcome back to the third segment of the Paul Alexander, Dr. Paul Alexander, Liberty Hour with the America Out Loud platform. Wishing thanks again and asking you to support Malcolm and his uh, outfit, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, you know, I've been talking about different issues and there's so many things happening right now. And of course, the biggest issue is next year. Um, I think the election is next November. And um, before, you know, we would say each election, since about um, Clinton's time, every two years with the House and the Senate and then federal, we would say that this is the most election, important election in American history. I think during the Obama period, we realized that we needed that change out and we couldn't withstand Hillary. Um, Though in a certain way, you might find this a little twisted, but I've always found that America might have been able to withstand Hillary Clinton for four years. 
and now and then Trump to elect a President Trump. I think he came just a little bit too early. Even if you make the argument about the three scotus picks, I think that um, where America was at the end of the Obama administration was so bad. And um, remember, the, the, the American public, when Obama was elected in 2008, 2009, January, February, um, as he was elected, the American public recoiled in horror with everything that they did, his administration, particularly with the Obamacare, how they passed that bill with no Republican involvement. Remember, slowly across all of the midterms, the American people were sensible enough that they took back power from Obama and then eventually the White House. They, they took back the House. They began to erode the House gains in the first midterm in Obama's first term, then the presidential election, then the first midterm in the second, and then the one with Trump. However, I think I think President Trump came just a bit early. He was the right guy. But this has so many loaded aspects. I, I think they chose him and decided him. It had to be President Trump in a way because I think only President Trump would have let them and they did it, that he was able to succumb and acquiesce to the lockdowns and to the vaccine. It might have well been that another president would have not agreed. I, I believe in a strange way. I love President Trump. But I, I believe they studied him well on his ego. They studied everything about him and knew that going into that Oval Office, Fauci and Burks and Day and Bula and Bansell and all of these people and Azar, the crook, I think he is. He really subverted Trump, Alex Azar. But I think that it was easy to pull the wool over Trump because he didn't understand the science. He didn't understand what they were really saying. And uh, maybe another president would have kicked them out of the Oval Office and, 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 and probably got them arrested when they came in there with that story about this fraud pandemic. So I think Trump was their guy. But I think if things went well, he should have not been elected when he was in 2016. Now, in the last election, he should have. What, what, what am I saying? I'm saying that Trump may have come too early. And because of that, they damaged the nations through him with his fraud lockdown. He was fooled. And I do believe that, um, that, that had we had one more term, of a Democrat president, or even a control of the House and the Senate. The Republicans would have recoiled in so much horror with Democrats that we'd have, we'd have given them the knockout punch, similar to what we were doing in the media. Remember, the media was always dead. CNN and they were almost dead when Trump was coming up to the election that he won. I believe his election gave them life. He gave the media life. He gave CNN a lifeline that they never had. Remember what we were dealing with in the Obama time? We had the Pulse nightclub shooting with the gay guy who shot up the gay club, the, 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 the Islamist, Omar. We had Tashfeen Malik who, who shot up all the, the elderly in um, Orlando. You remember we had all of the attacks in America, etc., as they were having in, in Europe. When Obama was flooding America with jihadists, Islamists, to kill Americans. I have no problem the way I speak. Biden and Obama 
allow jihadists into America, like how Biden is doing it now, to kill Americans, period. Remember Biden gave Iran the drone, the Air Force drone. Remember that report we got one day that a highly classified U.S. Air Force drone landed in Tehran on its own wheels? They said it got into some mechanical difficulty. That was bullshit. Sorry. That was BS. That drone landed. They landed that properly. Obama, too, with the lackeys he had in the Air Force, gave Iran that drone. And what did they do? They mirrored that drone immediately, the technology. And now they have such high-tech drones that they could use to attack Israel and attack the United States. Obama also gave them the two naval gunships. Remember one day you woke up and you heard two of the most sophisticated, advanced gunboats, gunships in the world ran aground in the Persian Gulf. And people were scratching their heads and wondering, well, okay, well, if you told me one of them ran aground, how is it possible that two of them ran aground? That is impossible, statistically. Obama ordered the captains of those boats to run them aground. And remember, then what did you see? You saw this criminal, crooked, evil, filthy Iranian soldiers on the deck of those boats and had our soldiers kneeling down. Remember that? That's what Obama did. He weakened America. Him and Biden, the same Biden, he weakened America. He gave that naval gunship technology to Iran. Why? To one day attack America and use it and to attack Israel. And I was never one of those fools to believe there was any serious negotiation over the Iran nuclear deal. That Iran nuclear deal was structured by Obama and Biden to give Iran nuclear weapons, to allow Iran to get closer to nuclear technology. So when they have these reports that Israel is going to bomb Iran, I want Israel to bomb Iran. I want Israel to take out their nuclear capabilities, use the most devastating bombs, and remove all of those nuclear capabilities. Telling me it's going to be used for peaceful means, civilian needs. What a bunch of garbage. The first opportunity Iran has a nuclear weapon, they're going to, they're going to attack Israel with it. They would, period. So. Obama did that. That is Obama's legacy and Biden. I have nothing good to say about them. Nothing. And all I'm trying to say is that we needed a little more of that for Americans to really understand the devastation, the danger of the Democrat Party and Republicans, rhinos and they, yes, yes, people like Paul Benedict, Arnold Ryan, the speaker, who destroyed Trump's first two years by blocking every, every move he made. The truth of the matter is that America is facing its darkest hour right now. And this election coming here in 2024 is the most consequential. Before I would say it, now I'm saying it with gusto. America cannot falter with this election. They need to put the right person as president. But when I look at the landscape today, I could see no one more capable than Trump. Look, he have all his bad qualities, like how we each have bad qualities, but the kind of animalistic power and strength that we need. Take no prisoners approach. Mandingo style. We need up in that White House to burn everything down. Trump, this wrongs, needs to come like an animal, a feral animal, banal. 
like a mandingo, one of those those birds that live off of carcasses, just destroying everything. He needs to burn Washington down, raise it to the floor, all those agencies, fire everybody, and rework them and remodel them and remake them. Definitely the CDC and the NIH and the FDA, fire them all. And if we could, we want to imprison some of these people for what they did with this COVID fraud. I was looking at a report by Cheryl, Cheryl Atterson, who's writing about a study showing that um, some children, many children in America got seizures after their parents gave them that um, the mRNA vaccine. And you see, it was not reported in the media. But if you hold on long enough, you will find the information. And um, it's a very important thing that uh, that we start understanding that these mRNA vaccines, there was nothing good about the mRNA technology, Carrico, Wiseman et al., nothing. Nothing good about the lipid nanoparticle technology. Nothing was good about it. It was always harmful and it is still harmful. And what we're seeing is that we're seeing a bunch of high-level, high-profile people dying. And um, there's been a surge in suicides all of a sudden. By high level, there was this Italian, um, I think a marathon, a, a, a decathlete kind of high level performing individual who recently committed suicide and he went on the internet and Twitter and everywhere and he documented it where he took the shots and after the shots, he just could not recover. He couldn't get back even half to what he was and he couldn't deal with it physically and emotionally. So he um, eventually killed himself. All of a sudden, we're getting reports from different countries of people who are writing on social media that they've had a shot, they've had all these different conditions, and um, they can't go on with life anymore. They can't live in the world not functioning the way they did before, and they're taking their lives. This is a very this is not this is not people dying because of the vaccine directly. The adverse effects, the myocarditis, cardiac arrest, the um, bleeding, the clotting the brain aneurysms, hemor hemorrhaging, etc. No, these are people who got side effects and then they got plunged into anxiety and depression so much so that they're ending their life. The long and short of it is very serious discussions need to be had by society. And the bottom line is we need to stop these injections. Listen, they're not done. They're not done. They made so much of this. They made so much of billions that they are going to bring another pandemic, another crisis for us. And we've held the line with you. We're going to have to double down and triple down because you haven't study after study showing us about lung clots, pulmonary embolisms, thrombocytopenia. We have this vaccine-induced thrombotic thrombocytopenia syndrome, VITT. Bleeding, clotting all at once. Um, so the truth of the matter is that can I say that the beginning of, of this month in 2023 that we are near completion and that we've won? I can't. I can't say that because 
what governments have done to us is monstrous and the kind of damage that we've incurred it will take decades maybe the balance of the entire 21st century for us to recover for children to get back to where they were emotionally physically psychologically maturationally i mean to take three years out of our eight-year-old's life and they turn 11. that 11 year old has a gap that the system cannot address that gap going to turn out when that person hits the work world. And you will realize how damaging it was. We have a situation right now where despite protein itself from the virus is the dangerous part, was the dangerous part of the virus. Um, the, but despite protein that is induced by the vaccine that your cells produce, to then provoke the immune response. It is similar, if not worse, to the spike that sits on the ball of the virus. That spike protein is causing a lot of damage. And the truth of the matter is that, um, you know, uh, people walk up to me after I speak. I, I think I spoke about this before. And they walk up to me after I give a show with McCullough, with Rich, all of us. And the, and the thing that they say, they say routinely is, look, how can we, how can we reverse this? How could I get this spike out of me, this thing, this vaccine? And, you know, we've been pushing that, um, but then we need to find ways, you know, there's, there's autophagy, you know, um, which is this, uh, um, biochemical process. It's a simple term for it is cell, is, is cellular cleaning where your cells clean itself of all the debris and misfolded proteins and dysfunctional aberrant cells. Um, autophagy, I call it autophagy, is promoted by fasting. And it's food restrictions, intermittent fasting. So it's something that you really have to consider. And you also have to consider that when you fast, remember if you're a 50-year-old person, not theoretically, actually, since the day of your birth, your parents have been gouging you with food. You've been eating food relentlessly. Anytime you're taking food or drink or medicines or alcohol, anything, your liver, your pancreas, every all these organs get put under a lot of stress. When you fast and you remove one meal, just one, for the first time, your liver is getting the chance to rest and to replenish and rejuvenate. There's a lot of benefits of intermittent fasting besides removal of the aberrant uh, um, broken cells, um, a sort of renewal. It also gives the main organs in your body that you need to the rest of your life to recuperate. So, you know, um, there are also some supplements coming out. Right, there's a there's a supplement called natokinase. It's a natural blood thinner from the soy plant product, and um, it's a a fibrinolytic um, enzyme, natural, that thins the blood. And we found that in studies that it, it dissolves the spike protein. So it's a very, very important um, uh, fight in the arsenal against the spike protein. And that's important. Right now, we need to rid ourselves of the spike because the spike protein we found in various studies by Patterson, by by rule again, etc. Remains in the blood, remains in the tissue for 
it's not just a matter of hours. It remains for weeks, months, potentially years. And that's the issue. You've injected yourself with something that's going to cause your cells to produce spike protein for the rest of your life. And we don't know how your body's immune system with exhaustion, etc., will react. So I want to taper off this segment by thanking you again. I'm telling you I'm a strong Trump supporter. I remain. Something is coming out soon in the next few days um, to actually demonstrate that President Trump is very serious. He's serious about the lockdowns and about the ravages of the vaccine. We're working behind the scenes with him. I think he's the best solution for America next year. And um, I believe America will be fixed. We need to give him that second term. I want to thank America Out Loud again. I want to point you to my blog, Alexander COVID News. Remember the book I wrote, Presidential Takedown? Please consider getting it. It's at Barnes and & Noble and Amazon. And um, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the support and care you have shown me.